0: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers
1: Nation Radio. Good morning, everybody. Well, it's the Friday before Sunday kickoff. Everybody's getting excited, but the one thing I got to ask you, Max... It seems like we're having all kind of players start talking about near death experiences. Now, you and I were talking about Trent Brown, right? He was what? Yeah. He, he, he played in the game last night, right? All right. Yeah, got he did. Big, huge guy. He had a situation occur where he got some air in the uh, IV line that he was uh, getting before a game. And he said, knocked him out. Well, then I, I opened up the computer this morning, and then you got Drew Bledsoe talking about the. Infamous hit he took from Mo Lewis of the Jets back in 01 before Brady was Brady. You know, and he got knocked out on the sidelines. But what I didn't realize was that he was bleeding internally. And, you know, he said that if they had sent him home, uh, because, you know, he went back in the game, he got knocked out on the sidelines. And I got to tell you, truthfully, the hit didn't look that vicious. It wasn't like. You know, Mo Lewis came in with the helmet low, and, and, you know, it was a shoulder-to-shoulder type of hit, but he was concussed, and he had some bleeding going on internally that he says if I had been sent home uh, after the game, uh, he would have died. It was – I didn't realize that.
0: Yeah, no, that's one of the crazy things. And, you know, you think about, like, oh, my gosh, it's got to be this tremendous hit for things. A lot of, like, serious injuries happen – Either non-contact or commonplace type hits, mm-hmm. right? You know, I mean, that's one of the crazy things that it can happen in an instant. I mean, I remember when, when I had when I when I, uh, when, I when I ruptured, you know, a disc in my neck. Right. You know, I was I was blocking on an extra point.
1: You know <laughs> really? what I'm saying?
0: Like, in the Cincinnati game, um, and I just remember I just went down. Caught a helmet right in the neck shoulder area, right, and then I just kind of collapsed, and I was like, "Well, what happened?" And I kept going back in the game. I was like, "Dang!" I was like, "Why is my foot going numb?" My, you know, my Why's my, my, my foot fing- going numb? Wait, yeah, whoa! And, and, my, and my fingers were tingling, and and I just remember we were on the sidelines trying to like sw- fix my shoulder pads, like we were adding like these different uh neck braces because they thought it was a stinger, right? Because sure. that's normally a sign of a stinger, and. I went back out the next drive, and every time a guy like you know bull rushed, it felt like it felt like my body was being like shocked, like a taser. Really, and I was falling. I'll never forget. And Ben actually was like, "Come on, I need you," because we lost Chris and Doug in that game. Uh, Chris Kimiyatu and Doug Lagurski, and then you know, there's a like, name I haven't heard in
1: a while: the Big Lagurski.
0: That's right, Scuba D. and uh <laughs> and and then and Spate was warming up on the sidelines at tackle.
1: The, I remember that. That's yeah, right. So, yes.
0: Yeah, the Cincinnati and so I was like I was like I, I can't do this. I don't know what's going on and I remember Ben like literally after pass plays was like picking me up. Like come on Max, come on. And, like <laughs> helping me up and we're like running right. down the field. And and then uh, you know, I finally took myself out before halftime, but I was like I don't know what's wrong. Went went and looked and like you need to get further testing when we get back. So I went up to uh to St. Margaret's after we got back from this from the Cincinnati game and sure enough my spinal cord was pinched off
1: because Ooh. of because
0: of the disc being uh being knocked back and uh and, and completely like compressed. And so he was it was like it was, I was like, Well what does that mean? It's like well, think about trying to drink through this straw if I pinched it off. Right. You can't. I said that's what your spinal cord trying to give all the information to the rest of your body. He's Ooh. like, if you would have kept doing it, you could have snapped it. So it was like. <sighs> wow. It was by the of grace of God, things.
1: man. That's just awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 And, and the so thing about. It- I got
0: titanium in my neck.
1: I'm good. <laughs> I'm good now. <laughs> Except when you go through airports, right? The metal detectors. No, metal free. Metal free. Metal free. Thank goodness. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Beautiful. So I always
0: do, I always do this. Wolf, What's that? Since we're, since we're on Zoom. That's what's inside of my neck right
1: now. Oh, that is so cool. If you could see this, there is a yeah. hunk of metal that Max is holding up to the screen that I'm looking at right there. Get Zooks, yeah. man, that is, like, some serious, like, metal. And yeah, that's I in your four... neck.
0: Yeah, that's a plate and four screws in the front of my neck. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that you're doing just fine. I mean, it had to feel like you're a marionette puppet, and they cut the strings. Like, something would go when you get hit, right? Yeah.
0: Oh man, it it was the wor- it was the worst. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like you know, the uh, marionette just drops drops the uh the two little uh paddles right. and says, "All right, yeah, dance by yourself. <laughs> See what you can do."
1: That would be that would be yeah. agony. Good heavens. Well, think about Drew Bledsoe, man. That led to the whole thing with Tom Brady coming out. You know, I mean, yeah. that's when Brady took over for Drew Bledsoe who went on to play with the Bills and I think the Cowboys later on. But uh yeah. that hit from Mo Lewis was the one that uh, you know, started the changed Brady legend. History. Just changed like changed history. Who was it that started
0: uh who was it um, uh, while, talking Tommy Wally Pip? No, when Brett Ben. Farm.
1: When Ben started in Oh uh, Tommy Maddox. Yeah, Tommy who who got who hit Tommy Maddox? Was that uh
0: it was in Baltimore.
1: Yeah, it was in Baltimore. I remember he got hit. Terrell Suggs uh, Was that was him? Was it Suggs? I don't I can't remember. I can't remember. He who wasn't was there Suggs yet. Okay. I... We got Jacob, Ninja Jacob just corrected me, said he wasn't there yet. So it was somebody else. And no, I take Suggs
0: was in no Suggs was in Baltimore.
1: In 04? Yeah, that was my rookie year. Okay, wait a minute. Uh oh. Suggs is 3 Uh oh, wait a minute. We've got Jacob is on the spot now. He's on the clock. Ding, doo, 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 yeah, doo, exactly. I was gonna Suggs was oh three. Oh, so, he said, Max is right. Oh, he yeah. said that grudgingly. He said, you know,
0: l- l- listen, listen, a- a- as a guy who went up against Terrell Suggs, okay. and I definitely had my, had my fair share of kicking his behind. Yes. I, I know the times when I was not present <laughs> to block for Ben. Uh, I guess, the best part I is sucks. the <laughs> next time you're in studio,
1: you can see Jacob stand right up his five foot nine to your six foot eight. He's going to go, hey, buddy, you want some of this?
0: <laughs>
1: He's a hey, tough ninja, no, let me tell you. Don't need to Google that one.
0: Trust me, I know <laughs> that one. <laughs> you know that
1: one. All right, Google
0: can't fight the brain computer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that true? All oh, that is so true. Well, All right, moving on here, my friend, because um, this is a huge you know, a huge week for the Steelers. You got to get off the Schneid here with that tie thing. That, I, you know, Tunch always used to say that a game like that was like a pistachio nut that that tastes really bad. You know, you bite into one that's like not good, and it you it's like burnt. Yeah, yeah. Water doesn't get it out. Food doesn't get out. Only another pistachio nut gets it out. And the way that pistachio nut gets out is when it's a good one. And a good one is a win. And a win is what the Steelers need come this Sunday. They go into Charger land. But I think it's kind of interesting because here's the deal. Think about it. I mean, they don't even know who's going to start a quarterback. I mean, that's kind of a nice little thing that you're going to make the defensive coordinators have to double up and prepare maybe two different game plans for.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's a challenge when you do. It's easier when you know what the variables are. When you can't figure out what the variables are, when you got to figure out for x and y to equal z, that's when you got problems. <laughs> it's like it's like wait a second. It's like right. it's easier when you have at least one variable in place. Like okay, x plus fifty six equals fifty seven. You can figure it out. Okay, you know x is one. But Hold on. I was gonna restart. say don't
1: let me get the answer, but you got it. Thank you. Okay, okay it's one. Yeah. I think I would have had I,
0: it. I, I, I didn't want to make you have to do math story. <laughs> I didn't want to make you have to thank do you, math. brother. That's why I you. gave an easy one. But uh, but I, I think that I think that 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 adds to the anonymity because then you don't prepare as much. You don't get as sound on the game plan because you're trying to study all of this stuff instead of just one segment. Exactly. Right? If I know it's just Ben, I'm preparing for everything that Ben does and for everything that Ben's going to do. and the the steelers are going to do but then when you add mason rudolph into the mix now now you have chase claypool back uh now you have to figure out what they did last week and then try and extrapolate from the other weeks what what how do we attack this team because you know what matt canada has done um has provided a lot of a lot of different options of things to have to combat with the motions without the motions how is this lining up? Okay, now they've got this person now, 22. Now we look at 13. Now we need to look you know, look at 11 as well. Now mm-hmm. we have to see some 10. And then what each of the quarterbacks do off of that. So it just becomes more and more and more and more for them to do. Whereas you look at the Chargers, you know who the Chargers are, right? Justin Herbert's a quarterback. Austin Eckler is, is your main running back. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, right? Those are your two main threats. Jarrett Cook is like your third option. In, right. that, in, in that offense, and they pass more than they run. So now you have to think of Austin Eckler as more receiving back than an actual running running back. He's going to get his touches, but they're going to do a lot through pass.
1: Now, it's interesting because Justin Herbert started off like, like a Wolverine with his hair on fire. I mean, he just was yeah. killing it. And he's, he's an excellent deep ball thrower. But the last four games, he's not been throwing the ball so well. You know what I mean? You look at it. Of all okay, whenever he's over hundred plus in his quarterback rating, they win. When he's under one hundred, they're one and four. Okay, so obviously yeah. this is a, a Herbert led team. This is all about him being able to sling that rock all over the place. But if you look at his the last four games, his average depth of target, that sort of thing, it's yeah been it's been dropping, diminishing. Um yeah. and of course the sacks have come up a little bit. You know, he's not like the most agile guy back there you know i was I was watching the minnesota film.
0: foot <laughs> the, <of> foot <laughs> did, did you see when
1: when aaron kendricks from uh, minnesota took him down oh, in the yeah. open field i mean he saw him <laughs> yeah. coming from like 30 yards away and he it was like yeah. it was like watching a a lion take down like a limping gazelle <laughs> yeah know?
0: exactly it, it was it was like oh there's nothing you could do there's no juke move i mean he didn't have uh, the juke move it's coming it was,
1: it's coming yeah it's
0: it's coming it's like a slow train wreck right it's like a train it's like no still going 10 seconds no
1: you could have moved you could have moved in the time you took to scream and stand still (laughs) it was wiley coyote in the cabin on the train tracks that looked uh, lifted the shade up as the locomotive was coming (laughs) he pulled the shade down (laughs) <laughs> that, nope, no. I'm not
0: going to acknowledge this. If I don't acknowledge it, it won't happen.
1: <laughs> I can't see you. You can't see me. Yeah. Cover my eyes. But,
0: but I think uh, the other thing is, is that you know you look at that, and he's still leading the league though in in average yards per pass attempt. Right, the air right. yards. He's still at 11.3, and I think that's kind of where you're like he does want to throw it deep. So right. it's really imperative how you how you figure out how you're going to disseminate that secondary. Because, right, Joe Hayden still hasn't practiced Um, as of yesterday. He's still held out. And, of course, we know Mink is going to be unavailable. So how does that rotation look? You know, how are we rotating through all of those DBs to present a muddy picture so that we can lead? Because the other thing, when you said when his ratings below 100, you know, his interceptions are high to his touchdown ratio. So he's putting the ball out there for people to take away. Right. And I think – and that's something that we've struggled with this year. We've been close – We've had a lot of hands near right. and around the football, but it's been horseshoes
1: and hand grenades. Close doesn't it count. Has. Only and mean, horseshoes and I hand mean, grenades.
0: I thought I thought Minka was gonna was gonna pull that one off um, against golf, and then you get the Devin Bush, you know, defensive. Well, holding. he did
1: pull it off. Okay, it was Devin Bush yeah. that pulled on something else—a jersey. <laughs> yeah, you know, he yeah. was. It was holding.
0: Minka pulled it off. Devin pulled it down. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> and he pulled it down on Hawkinson, which allowed for Minka to make the play. And so I think that that you know, at some point it has to it has to crack, right? It has to tilt in our favor because we've been so close at turnovers and we just have not capitalized on them. You just you wonder if this could be that opportunity, right? Weather conditions are gonna be pretty stable, right? You're inside of a a closed canopy. We're not gonna call it a dome. <laughs> it's a closed right. canopy because it's still open air. um So you're where the very closed are? canopy. That's crazy. I know, right? Uh. I mean, think about where we're at. Technology was, and of course, it's California. So you're like, ah, we're not, not a huge.
1: What's the weather report out there? Do you know for Sunday? uh For Sunday,
0: it's like, I think the low is like 66 because uh, it's the evening game. Oh wow! People being
1: sweaters and coats and everything out there, huh? But
0: but but still very temperate. I mean, you know, it's it's still going to be it's still going to be a nice temperature, and it's also still air conditioned controlled. I mean, so you're going to probably get what seventy maybe inside of the 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 canopy. I'm really the canopy. Yeah, I know. I'm 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 just struggling with saying canopy, (laughs) even though because it's like it's it's open air type with covering so it has to be canopy and you can't say carport because we're not parking cars in there uh uh what is it a football port there we go football it's port. a football a football port right uh so yeah so i i think i think it's going to be pretty i mean it's going to be great conditions i think and so with that you think guys are going to be loose they're going to be lubed up you hope that guys are paying attention it's going to be bright enough in there and that we can finally get something in our favor in the turnover battle because we know that if we turn them over it's almost guaranteed to be a victory. So if you can get to that part of it, at least you're in the mental escape of checking off the list. You know, like you always have these lists of things that we need to do to win, right? The ways to win, will to win, right? You know, it's creating more explosive plays. It's, you know, and explosive plays are rushes of 10 yards or more, passes of 20 yards or more. you got to win the explosive play battle. You've got to win the third-down well, percentage battle.
1: That is so huge because you look at it because you're talking about a Chargers defense that is the worst in giving up rushing yardage, but the Steelers defense is the worst in giving up chunk yardage on the running. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Like runs of explosive yeah. runs of like 20 yards or more. Uh, yeah. They are, you know, this is a game that's going to be interesting to me because uh, Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, that's going to be a good battle. But I look at... I. I just can't believe that Naji doesn't win that. Naji, to me, well, he's a guy that got he can run outside, he can run inside, and I think Eckler is—he's a diminutive guy. You know what I mean? How do I put it? Yeah. Uh, he's not—he's not the most uh, elusive, nor is he the most powerful. He's a good back, no doubt. All right, but I don't think he's got all the components that Naji Harris has. He—he—he he, he lacks the power that Naji
0: has. I mean, the only category that he's leading Naji in is what. Just touchdowns, that, yeah. That's that, that's it. That's it because he's the only back I think to have what five receiving, six rushing, something like that, somewhere something around that there. Area. Yeah, because he has like eleven touchdowns. So, um, but I think I think that that's the only category. But Najee gets him in rushing. Najee gets him in receiving yards, um, and so you know. Oh no, I'm sorry. He's also leading in receiving yards for for a back. You are talking so, about? Oh yeah. Who? Uh, Eckler, oh
1: Eckler, oh yes,
0: yeah. Eckler has more receiving yards okay. than uh, than Najee, but Najee has more receptions. So I mean, so like they're very they're very, very similar, similar dudes. in the stat category. So it's so it's going to be a good matchup for those two. But we'll talk about that later.
1: All right, you betcha. All right, let's go to break because we got to go to break because the ninja is telling me we got to go to break. So the ninja say break, yeah. we break. Okay, we'll be back with more. I, I are we got Bruce. This week, I'm trying to remember. We didn't. I don't think we had him we last should. week. Yeah, we, we should, should have, have this him week. this week. We should have the big G, Bruce Gredkowski, with us. We'll find out more. Big jizzle. We do. <laughs> yes, that's right. Okay, because we had John Cole last week. We got Bruce G this week. We'll be back with more after this.
0: in the locker room with wolf and starks presented by your neighborhood ford store on espn pittsburgh and steelers nation radio
1: and we are back in the locker room it's wolf starks and the ninjas espn pittsburgh and steelers nation radio i believe we do have the big g yes we do we have not only serious radio but a serious guy all right the big g bruce gradkowski how are you my friend
2: uh, I'm doing great, brother. Always good to be with you guys, especially on Friday. You know, it's, it's pretty exciting. I just got done with our high school banquet last night. Oh, yeah? yeah I finally, I, I do feel like, uh, you know, the season's over. So, it was nice.
1: Uh, yeah. All right. So, what was on the uh, on the menu for the uh, high school banquet last night? Just because, you know, fat guys like to know these things.
2: Yeah. You know, a little chicken piccata. Ooh. Um, you know, I'm, I'm too busy introducing everyone and handing out all these awards, which was fun. So I sat down to eat. The chicken was cold, but I loved it. It was still good. And, and you know, you know, us guys, I'm a fat guy at heart. I don't discriminate. I eat anything. And uh, it, it was pretty good.
1: See, you're just a slim guy it. with a fat guy at heart. That's all it is because you're a quarterback, yeah. right? We, we love them, don't we, Max? huh? We, we, hey, we, listen,
0: listen. we always love our quarterbacks. As long as our <laughs> quarterbacks love us back. That, you know, that, that's the biggest thing.
1: No doubt about love it. those who love you. Bruce, you're sitting here. Um, if I'm the defensive coordinator out in Charger land, thinking to myself, well, I, you got Mason, you got Ben. Gadzooks, there's history here because if you remember, uh, you know, Ben has done this before, you know, come off the bench against Cincinnati just a year ago. Didn't practice all week through four touchdown passes. If you go back to 2015, when the Browns pulled a very Browns move, you know, when to, uh, when Landry Jones uh, started the game, they knocked Landry out in the first, I don't know, quarter or so, and Ben right. came off the bench to set a record. <laughs> uh, uh, what what I do you do?
2: On, I, I was on the sideline for that game, and it was unbelievable. Ben doesn't take one snap of practice all week, you know, he's, he's at least good enough to back up to, to at least be in uniform in case something happened to Landry. And it was the first series of the game. Landry goes down, sprains his ankle and Ben comes in and just rips the Browns for over like 300 some yards. And it was, I mean, it was amazing to watch. And I mean, look, ben, ben, and we all know Ben and Max, you know, Ben, and he's, he's the all-time competitor. I mean, he's, your backyard football player. When, when it's all said and done, we're going to look back at Ben's career and look at him as one of the greatest to ever play the quarterback position just instinctually and just make plays. I mean, he, he's the guy that just makes so many guys around him better with the way he plays, and he's capable to do those things. Like myself, I need every rep I can take during practice to get prepared, to get on the same page as you know, my receivers. So in the past, Watching him do that to the Browns was was pretty phenomenal. But, you you know, you can't take it for granted either, you know, because it it's not going to happen every time. So it is important to get those reps, and we'll see what happens this weekend. I'm sure if Ben can go and is available to go, he will. Uh, but Mason still has to be ready, and I think it's smart building the game plan around Mason because that's, I think, the, the route you're thinking you're going to have to go.
0: Yeah, I, I think that that that, that that's a, that's important, Bruce. Is is that you must you must prepare in case things happen. And I think of the two, like you said, right? You want to make sure that Mason feels comfortable because I felt like the game plan last week wasn't necessarily a Mason centric game plan. I felt like it was one that yeah. was been and then they kind of tried to add some elements into it. But, but you that's know, this point. week. And Ben can adapt better. Ben can adapt better because Ben's done it all, and Ben can audible out of it if he doesn't like it, right? I
1: mean, you know, yeah.
0: there's nothing that Ben does not know in that situation. But I think, you know, when you look at how the execution was last week and what you have against this week against the Chargers, they are the last-ranked run defense, Bruce. I mean, why aren't we thinking of running the ball more? We did it the first drive, and it looked good and led to a score. But – Like, where are we at? Like, why is there kind of almost outsmarting or outthinking themselves offensively, do you think?
2: No, that's a great point because sometimes, too, you have to just sign up and run the football. You know, I mean, you guys know I'm a big high school head coach now. So, you know. (laughs) Exactly. Tons of experience
0: right there on you.
2: (laughs) Exactly. So, I've been through it, guys, and – but, no, I mean, you, you honestly you get into games you, you try to be perfect. You're trying to put your players in the best positions possible to succeed. And sometimes you do overthink things. You make things more complicated. And at the other, you know, because you'll have a run and you'll have, hey, if, if, if they don't cover down that receiver, you could throw it to him. But if not, hand off this football. Well, they keep giving you the throw. Well, all of a sudden it's like a two-yard gain or three-yard gain where sometimes it's like, you know what? Let's take our chances. Let's line up. Let's hand the ball off. Let's see what we could do. And especially when you're playing against a defense that is susceptible to the run, you know, and when you go into a game like the Chargers, especially on the road, especially if Big Ben's not playing, now you do want to line Let's run. Let's line up and let's call some run plays and get going. Uh, and I think that helps. The, the biggest thing, though, guys, is you know, because playing the position, I always hated it when we ran it on first down, ran on second down, and now it's third down and seven. It's like, hey, you have to make one throw, but it's the most important throw of, of the series. So <laughs> can you please make it happen? Oh, you didn't make that throw. Man, you're awful. Get out of here. And it's like, you know, help quarterbacks out. Let them throw when it's, when it's an optimal look. And most of the time it's on first down, a play action pass. In a sense like that, the, the the things I saw from Mason Rudolph and this offense during the preseason, I would like to see that against this Chargers football team because there's a lot of shifts and motions, jet sweeps, play action passes. So I'd expect to see that in this game plan. And I think that's what Mason can uh, execute pretty comfortably.
1: Bruce, let me ask you something. What's it like to mentally, you know, you prepare during the week and uh, you're the backup and you, you go in and within, I don't know, 24 hours of kickoff or something. All of a sudden they say, you're the guy. Uh, then you yeah. come out and you have not thrown a pass in competition since preseason, which was what, eight, nine weeks ago? And then you you end up throwing right. 50. I mean, that's got, I think to me, that's just a little bit, Putting an awful lot on the guy's shoulders, rather than you know surrounding him with a, a lot of you know guys that are, are able to help you run the ball and take some of the pressure off you.
2: Boy, and the weather was was a factor, right. as Well,
1: absolutely.
2: Uh, but, but the thing I've always loved about Tomlin is Tomlin's going to be aggressive. He's not going to just say, "Oh, well, we have to coddle him or take it easy," because he's only thrown it. This many times, or he hasn't had the rest. True, he's going to still be aggressive with it, and that's that's what I love and appreciate. Because as a quarterback, you don't want to play in a game where handoff, 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 handoff. Oh, here's throwing his It's third down and eight. Can you make the play? Oh, you didn't. Now you look like you're the one costing your team the game. <laughs> so you, you kind of, it's such a tough dynamic. But I think as you go through the course of a game, you can kind of get a sense. All right. You know, a, a few of the runs hit. Hey, let's let's see on this series. Let's just try to establish a run. Let's see, let's run it three times in a row, even if we're running on third down, and let's see if we can get the first down. And and I think sometimes that's important to try to change and challenge your guys to do. And but but I think to have a week of practice that they're game planning around what you're comfortable with, what you enjoy. Because I remember being in Pittsburgh. You know, the the offensive plays that Ben liked was different than what I was comfortable with right you know of course we both knew each other's plays or what we liked, but if you're gonna you know be starting or playing the game I'd rather call it this way and he'd rather call it that way which is fine it's all different it's the same offense it's just hey I like play action pass I like being on the center I want to drop back seven steps and now throw those 18 to 20 yard routes in the middle of the field like that's what I'm comfortable with. That's what I could see Mason Rudolph doing this week. It's going to be, you know, good elements this week. So I expect him to play well. I hope he does get this opportunity because, you know, it's tough. Like you first asked about you get the call before the game, like you're you're playing, and it's like, okay, cool. You're excited, but you also know you haven't gotten the, the necessary reps that you would have liked to, to have gotten to, to be ready to play.
0: Yeah. And I, I think I think that's important. Right. I, I mean, when you look at it, you know, and that's why I kind of question just kind of outsmarting themselves, because last week was just so miserable weather wise. You know what I'm saying, Bruce? Like, yeah. you know, it was cold. It was rainy, uh, almost like a wintry mix at times. And then it's windy. And I'm like, why are we putting the ball in the air 50 times? And, you know, I get exactly. they're to Oh, well, it's it skewed with overtime. But I mean, you still you still chose to do it 13 times. Um, versus two yeah. rushes. Um, you know, I, I could see that in this game because weather conditions permit it. Um, even though they are fourth against the pass, I probably wouldn't throw against, you know, I probably wouldn't throw against them and their last in rush defense, take the easy one. But I think play-action pass is important. And I think having those elements are being of being comfortable.
2: Right. And, I mean, it's a great point, though, because even 50 passes a game, you look at the, the game, the Bills lost to the Jaguars, right? We're all like, oh my gosh, the Bills lost to the Jags. Oh, it's embarrassing. This and that. How many times did Josh Allen throw at that game? I mean, they had him drop back. I think his drop back was like 54 times. Mm -hmm. or Something, you know, crazy in a sense where even Josh Allen, a guy that we all look at as one of the top quarterbacks in the league, you don't want to just be dropping back that many times. It just puts a lot of pressure on a young quarterback and any quarterback in general. You want to have a good mix of offense And I think sometimes you get carried away during a game. And honestly, as an offensive coordinator, you might lose sight of it sometimes. You need those coaches there to remind you, hey, you know, we probably have to get back to trying to get this going. Or, you know, remember this package we practiced. You know, we didn't get to this yet. And stuff like that during the game. So, but it's tough. So, even Josh Allen, one of the, you know, guys we we look at as a top QB in the league, he, he he's not at his best when he's throwing it 50 times a game. So no matter what the element, even if it is beautiful and it will be beautiful out in LA with that new stadium, um, you know you still don't want to throw it 50 times. So I'd expect to see a good mix in this game. Expect to see more shifts and motions and jet sweeps and truly the offense that I think you know this offense would, would really like to hang their hat on it and what you would want to see in the future of it because this is what I expect to see, especially from what I saw in the preseason from
1: them. Let me ask you something, Bruce, because it seems to be, I don't know, a little bit pandemic throughout the league in a way. But, you know, everybody talks about success on the early downs, especially success on first down. And two of the things that, you know, was always stressed in my era, and it's a little bit different now, was the fact that you want to have a nice – 50-50 run-pass ratio, and you want to have a win on first down so that you can get yourself set up to have those makeable third downs, meaning third and three or less or third and four or less, something like that. But, you know, the run-pass ratio seems to be out of kilter throughout most of the league. Most OCs don't seem to pay that much attention to a run-pass ratio that keeps a defense, you know, basically guessing.
2: Yeah, you know, and it's tough because you – you know, that, that's what the bye week's for. That's what you have some of the the other coaches and scouts doing is, is making sure to give you the statistics of, hey, look, this is your run-pass ratio on first down, second down, third down. And you can look at that, and now you're like, oh, okay, I didn't realize that. Let me get back to maybe we can add more of this on second down. We haven't been doing that much and it kind of helps you go through because other coaches are looking at at that stuff as well. Like, man, they're a run heavy team on first down. We, you know, don't expect the pass and you load up the box. And, and now all of a sudden, if you're um, reevaluate, reevaluating yourself and you see that now you come with a play to pass on first down. Now you really can gas the defense. So, I mean, ideally, you know, in a perfect world, you're never even getting a third down. You're moving the ball first, second down, another first down, first, second down, another first down, first down, first down. First down. You know, and right. that's in an ideal world, and then when you get to third downs, it is a third and manageable, a third and three, third and four that you can handle.
0: No, definitely. And, Bruce, here, I I, want, I do want to turn because I know we, we got a lot – we got very heavy on the offense. Um, if, if I'm Justin Herbert looking at this Steelers defense – Uh, knowing that T.J. Watt's more than likely out for this game. I mean, there's a slim chance, but probably more than likely out. Um, Not having Minka back there as a center fielder. What am I thinking uh, on how to attack this Steelers defense, and what does the defense need to do to cover up some of those bugaboos?
2: Well, I think first I'm getting on my hands and knees, and I'm thanking God (laughs) that T.J. Watt is probably not playing against me.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) because.
2: (laughs) <laughs> that that guy just wreaks havoc every week, and he's just done such a good job. It's just it's unfortunate, and, and during the course of the year, you battle through injuries. But you know, if I'm Justin Herbert, I'm you know I think the Steelers, just, you know, um, sometimes are weak to some some of the play action pass down the middle of the field. You know, we saw Justin Fields hit on a few, and it took Justin Fields a few quarters to get comfortable in the game. But you know, if I'm Herbert, I'm watching that game a little bit. I'm trying to see what I could do in that sense. But also, too, the Steelers' defense always thrives on, you know, turnovers and big plays. And you just want to limit that. And I think, you know, Justin Herbert, he's done a good job early in his career against pressure, pressure around him. He has to be able when things are clean around him. And I'm always a big advocate. If I'm playing young quarterbacks, I'm mixing up coverages. I'm confusing them in that sense. And uh, and I'm letting my front four get after them. And, um so, so we'll see how this goes, but I think Justin Herbert just—he's got to play smart. He's got to control the football and make good decisions, and he has to realize he he could have opportunities to take some shots, take some shots downfield because TJ Watt's not after you, and you don't have Minka on the back end, so that could be a difference maker. Now Cam Hayward still has had a phenomenal season thus far, so um, but the Steelers do have to tr- try to generate some pressure, but if not think that could give uh, herbert a good opportunity to try to push the ball downfield
1: well that's why you're the big g that's a pretty good analysis <laughs> my friend thank you so much we appreciate you coming in and uh i what are you going to do for the weekend are you going to watch the steelers game or you got some work somewhere else
2: no no yeah i'll be tuned in i'm excited because last weekend man i was at st francis the high I coach at. i had an open house on sunday so I'm sitting there with the red zone on my computer on the table, uh, talking to people, trying to glance back at the game. Uh, it, it, it crushed me. So I'm looking forward to being on my couch this weekend, having all the games on, really get back in, dialed in. You know, I grade them every Sunday night for pro football, football right. anyways, but there's nothing like just sitting down and just enjoying the games on Sunday. So, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And we're taking the kids to the circus tonight too. So, Ooh. just, you know. Oh, geez. is that, you know that sound like go, fun? Get it out the way. Nice. I like
1: that. <laughs>
2: All right. You know, hey, dad of the year. I got to put my time in there so I get my Sundays, you know. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, way to go, absolutely. brother. Absolutely. Thank you Love so it.
1: much, Bruce. We appreciate Thanks, you, Bruce. man. Have a great weekend.
2: All right, guys, you too. Thanks. All
1: right, take care, brother. All right, we got to go to break. We'll be back with more in the locker room. This is
0: In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio.
1: You know, it's it's got to be hard. You know, you, you're Mason. You know, you're preparing to go. You're getting all ready. You, you're getting your mind set right and all that stuff. Ben's on Zoom and everything. Uh, you know that the, the game plan is going um to swing his way but you got to have a little bit of input so you get you have your input and everything but you're not really sure if you're going to play and Max I'll give you an instance my rookie year Mike Webster tore cartilage in his knee okay on a Sunday game all right tore it up but good he doesn't practice we got a Thursday night game in Houston in the Astrodome okay so he doesn't practice Monday Tuesday Wednesday we fly down. Thursday we go out. I practice all week long. I'm a rookie. I'm gonna make my first start. Gonna play it because I'll play at left guard. Ray Penny will move from left guard to center. Okay, so I'm gonna make my first start. My uh offensive line coach um is, you know, on me all week long and yeah, we're ready to go. So uh it's we go out for warm ups on the Thursday night game. Webby is trying to play. He's he, you know, goes and he tapes up the knee and everything else and does whatever you got to do a little little uh, you know? Remember the needles, your friend was a big thing back then, you know, and so you got to get yeah. a little pain blockage. So he goes out there and he he tries to get through warmups. He can't, right? He goes in, and I know now. Okay, uh, I'm I'm up. I'm going. All right. He gets uh, he takes another shot and he comes back, right? And so Raleigh Dodge, my line coach, he says, "Listen, you st- he's going to go as long as he he's going to try to go." He says, you stand right next to me. Every time I turn around, I better bump into you, all right? You better be right by my side because he's only going to last maybe a few plays, maybe a series, whatever. But, you know, we're, you're going to go. I stood there for the first play. I stood there for the first series. I stood there for the first quarter. I stood next to him for the first half. I stood next to him for the first three quarters. When finally, because we were up, he pulls Webby out of the game, and I, I go in right with Ray Pinnis. I go. Yeah. You're standing the whole time. I'm ready to go. Now I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've been just standing around for three and a three and a third quarters or something like that. The great Mike Webster. He's other, and I mean. Nobody in their right minds thought he was going to be able to play. And yet, you know, he he played three and a quarter quarters of that game, man. It was unbelievable.
0: It, it's, it's called being a gamer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's what we talk about. That's a, that, that, that's a gamer. Like, li, listen, we don't know what's going to go on in our practice. But listen, once it is time to play, something goes on in that head, right? Something right. Just clicks. You flip the, the switch. C- and he just black out. He just black out for that game. He was like, listen, what, what happened? Oh, we won? Okay, good, 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 good. I went to a dark place. I went to a dark place. I apologize. That's
1: it. That's <laughs> the pain center. I mean, that's really you, – yeah. you, you flip that switch and you go, and you learn how to do that. But Mike Webster, I'll never forget that. Sitting there with my line coach telling me, every time I turn around, I better bump into you. You know, you're <laughs> going in after the first series. Okay, the first play, first series, first quarter, first half. Nothing.
0: So, so I remember when I came back a- after my neck injury, right? You know, it, it was at fall season. It was week six, and we're playing Jacksonville. And I remember Coogs was like, "Listen,
1: you're that starting." That would be Sean but, Coogler, the great Sean, yeah, Coogler, Sean
0: Coogler, Sean Coogler. Who, so, by the Coogs way, is,
1: we went to Buffalo, and some guy at a hotel, he comes up and he goes, "You're Sean Coogler." I'm
0: like, "No, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not." <laughs>
1: So continue, I'm sorry. Similar, si-
0: similar dimensions, <laughs> right, different, uh, exactly. different job titles. <laughs> I had the same haircut,
1: same haircut. That yeah. was the thing.
0: But I. But it was, uh, it was funny. He was like, we're going to get you out of series because, you know, you haven't played in 11 months, so we're going to make sure that we get you out in the game. So I'm like, okay, you just let me know or we'll figure it out. Okay, all right, <laughs> coach. Um, so we go by, you know, it, it's the first half and every series – he, you know, he's looking, and I'm like, I don't know when he's going to do it, but you know, it was whatever. a warm day uh, too, if I recall. Yeah, it was warm. I was and listen. That was my first game back. This is week six, so you imagine <laughs> my my endurance level <laughs> then versus everybody else's that 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 has gotten acclimated. <laughs> so I'm hoofing. I'm like, I'm on the side. I'm like, man, give me water, water, Gatorade, Pedialyte, something. I need it every play. I need it, and so. uh and so we're sitting there. He's like, he's like, uh, not this series, but we, we'll we'll get you soon, Max. So we go through the whole first half, not one series out. I'm like, okay, it's a tight game. I get it. So you know, mentally, I'm like, okay, I'm in the zone. So now we got the second half. So, oh, I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get it this quarter for <laughs> you, Max. I promise. I'm like, I'm like, it's okay, Cougs. I, I'm good to go, right? Right. He's like, no, no, no. We got to do this. We don't want to burn you out. You still need to get acclimated. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So we're midway through the third quarter. And we run that fake punt with Ryan Mundy right. against Jacksonville. He takes it inside, like, the 15-yard line. So we're on the side. No, no, no. This is your series. <laughs> what? <laughs> what?
2: Come on. We are
0: 15 yards away. We ran a fa- – I came off for a play. <laughs> like, this is the extension of the same se- – you can't give me a series off when we're, like, backed up on the 10 or something. I'm like, are you serious? And then they scored two plays later, and I'm like – so that's my so that's series. Your, you know? that's, your
1: rest. that's your rest. That was, that was my plays. rest. My
0: rest was two plays in that game. <laughs> oh I was, my I was like, Really? Okay. All right.
1: I see where this game's going. <laughs> that is that. That's rough. That is really rough. That's funny, but oh, I, it man. sounds like a Kugler move because Kugler yeah, is just—he's the best. I, I really love that guy. Great guy. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at this game, and and I think about it, Max, as I look at it, and we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more as we break it down, but. Again, they're giving up a buck 55, that being the Chargers, are giving up a buck 55 in rushing yardage. Each and every game. And you've got Joey Bosa out. you got Jerry Tillery, who started the first nine games at defensive tackle. He's out. You've got uh, Dwayne Tranquil. Drew, we don't know. Uh, or yeah, Drew, Drew Tranquil. Tranquil yeah. Drew Tranquil, yeah. yeah. The Drew or Drain, Drew, whatever. But Tranquil, is, he was COVID out last week. I don't know if he'll be back. But I think Christian Covington is also down. Another, In other words, like three or four people yeah. off the front he just, end. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he just went to the to the COVID nineteen list. Linval Joseph um, has not practiced again second consecutive day because of a shoulder injury. Oh yeah, and, but yeah, he's gonna so, play. And,
1: Lin, that that it,
0: Linval but, Joseph is a tough dude. He is a tough dude, but I'm like, you he, know, but but he's already dinged. So I mean, true. That that yes, it will be a body, but it'll also be limited as true. far as what he can. Okay. Do. Try tackling without a shoulder.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's... Can't do it. No, that's
0: that's bad. Can't do it. So, I mean, he'll be there and he'll take up space and try and hopefully help the linebackers out. But, I mean, so you had... There's a prime opportunity to rush. Yes. A prime opportunity to punish. A prime opportunity to road grade this team and get your offensive line who, luckily, you know, hey, you know, we'll see how Trey Turner's feeling today. But... When you're already down Kevin Dotson.
1: Well, he practiced yesterday. Dotson right. did? I uh, thought, no, I thought, uh, no, 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 Trey did. Yeah, Trey did, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'll see what Trey. Okay, oh, okay, gotcha. we know sure that Dotson's out. Gotcha. So, so I think, you know, why not lean on the run, Oh, right? yeah. Why not lean on the run in this situation and get guys like Kendrick Green comfortable? Get, if it's J.C. Hassenauer that's coming in for Kevin Dotson. And Trey Turner, you know, ha- has his little nick and everything that he had, you know, get them in a position where they go forward. You oh, always yeah. have more issues going backwards. Give them a shot at really lathering up or really tenderizing this defense that already knows that they're bad. Don't give them hope that, oh, we're, we're better because they're, they're wanting to pass on us even though they know how bad we are in run game. No, no, no. We were who, who who we thought you were, right? and we're going to treat you as such until you give
1: us a reason not to. Well, the thing I think also is knowing that Lin, Linball Joseph has that shoulder, right? One of the things you do is you keep knocking them down. Make them do push-ups off the turf. Last thing I knew, you had to use your shoulders to push up, get yourself off the turf. You know yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about.
0: Uh, un- un- unless Unless you've taken martial arts class like you, and you can, you can do the like the little backflip. Oh, yeah. To get yeah, I used to do that the all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you you strike me as a guy that likes to flip up off the
1: ground, Wolf. Just all just right. Saying. I got to give <laughs> you one last story before we go to break. Hey, we're at my gym, right, one time. Tunch comes in, and he sees one of my hockey players. You know those Swiss balls? All right, you know yeah. the big things? He's uh-huh. he, he is so locked in. He jumps up on the Swiss ball, on, and he can actually jump onto it and then – do squats up and down without holding on to anything, right? I mean, just jumps up. I mean, it takes terrific leg uh, stabilization, strength, and everything, your core, to be able to do that. So Tunch sees him do it, right? And he goes, I think I can do that. Oh, that's the worst right there. (laughs) I look him right in the eye. I look him right in the eye, Max. I go, you bet. You can do this. (laughs) (laughs) So, so <laughs> I, say, I give him one caveat. I go, look, the only thing you got to do is make sure you take that Swiss ball over to the mat. Okay, because if you fall (laughs) off, then you're gonna just fall on the wrestling mat, and you won't hurt yourself, right? He goes, "Okay," he jumps up on it, his feet shoot out, he lands on it on his back on top of the Swiss ball. It bounces him up in the air, like you know how you bounce kids in a on a on a raft in a lake, you know, and you bounce them off. Well, he bounces off that and splats himself. (laughs) Right on the mad ass back. And I never laughed so hard. Max, it was the most it was the get back moment for me for how many years he's pulled fast ones on me. Because I he was oh always so my good at all. Oh, oh, I, I laughed and, and to this day I still
0: laugh. Uh, I can see that visual because <laughs> And then you are the court. Yep, you can, you do, can it. do it. You can do it. Yeah. I believe in you. That was that was all he needed. That's He's like, all I just need somebody to cosign the co sign this <laughs> blasphemy. And you, you signed right on the dotted line. Yep. Oh yes. Uh, we gotta go to pre-camera break. Pre camera days. Pre camera days. Because imagine oh. I'm sure if you would have been you'd have been like
1: I'm gonna have video recording <laughs> just in case that would have been that would have
2: been viral. All right, we yeah. gotta go to break. We'll be back with a second hour coming up in the locker room.